Welcome back, loves. Thank you for tuning in or streaming or downloading Blooming Out on WFHB 91.3 FM in Bloomington, Indiana. I'm Melanie Davis. And I'm Justin Robertson. Hi, Justin. Hi, Melanie. How are you? I'm all right. Unfortunately, yeah. Cal is not with us today because of a silly migraine. Those oh, aren't silly. Poor, Those are terrible. They are terrible. Um, well, Cal, if you're listening... Um, I, I hope, hope you're not you because better. that. I hope be you're not either. <laughs> I hope you're in a quiet, cool spot. But I miss Cal. I know I do too. It's been a while since she's been here. Like, ever. <laughs> it's been like Forever. Forever. <laughs> I think it's been about three shows. No, but anyway, no, way more. Really? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, not like in studio. It's been way more. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I hope that Cal gets better, and I hope that she joins us again. Yeah. Next week, hopefully. Or else. Or else. But you won't be here next week. <laughs> I, I won't be here next week, no. No, third third Thursday of, of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Can't make it. It's your time of the month. It's my time of the month. Yes. Good job. <laughs> I have many times of the month. Um, <laughs> so what's new with you? What, me? Yeah. Nothing is new under the sun. Nothing is new under the sun. Just, I mean, you've just had your rights stripped away by the Supreme Court and um, all sorts of things going on. Yeah, it's new. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. This is like, yeah. You yeah, know, one week. We on don't, the next, you know, you know. <laughs> get eh. to be equal citizens in this country yet again. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's there's kind of news on that too. I was just going over, but um, yeah, yeah. There's so much going on out there with that. Uh, I oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have to wade through completely. so much, you know. Yes. going through the news and stuff, and it it's really. I can understand why a lot of. Uh, my friends are like, yeah, I don't even pay attention at this point anymore because I can't. Well, sometimes for your mental health, you have to just, um, yeah. I mean, t- take take a little break at the same time. I always encourage everybody, including myself, always to be informed. But don't you feel, especially, I mean, we do a new show, so we have to be informed. It's our job, right? But sometimes you just can't take it anymore. You just are like, I can't even absorb this. And I sort of had that moment today, you know. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's just, sometimes it's just too much. And it's just always just heartbreaking news. That's what Riot Girl music's for. That's what it was great for. Back in the 90s, you could just Mm -hmm. scream your head off and it was cathartic and good and you just got angry and got it out mm-hmm. you need some more riot girl in your life you no, well i kill and yeah. i agree with that and then i don't because yes in the 90s yes th- this was all very healing to me i'm now old yeah. and <laughs> have tinnitus and you know it's so you can't listen to that kind of music anymore why why are you telling me what i can't do <laughs> no you can't you can i can't because I mean, I've had tonight. I did since say I was you can. So. That's right. You said that, but yeah. you can still listen to that to to right girl music. I mean, the louder the better. I want to feel it deep inside. I find I can only listen to Lawrence Welk. Mm. <laughs> 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 now air, I have a mic. An air supply. 
hey, I was listening to Arisa play the other day. Actually, there's nothing wrong with that, although every song sounds the same. Just shush. Well, no, it's true. But um, Little River Band, <laughs> all that really easygoing stuff, yeah. Yeah, I, I just rock, about Lord Swalk in particular, but yes, it's like I'm kind of like in, in the easy listening phase of my life. Oh, dear God, no. I know. Who? I mean, I thought I was a punk rocker. Now, I know this will shock you, but I wasn't fooling anybody but myself. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I was into you're wearing a leather jacket with studs on it right now. I mean, you're just giving I, off a completely well, that's what I used to wear. Lawrence Welk. Okay, get this. This is me. Yeah, wait, uh, hold on. You said you look like Margaret Thatcher. I did not say that. Well, whatever. You wore the car- the cardigans and the Oh, the, the Nancy Reagan cardigan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a different time. Well, I hope so. I was a prep. It's way and, out of date. <laughs> it was a prep and then I was a punk. Okay. That's how it goes. Right? Wow. I mean, that's, yeah. So, yeah, I would wear the Nancy Reagan cardigans, which I'm back to again, just because I'm cold. And (laughs) But I used to wear a leather jacket (laughs) with spikes on it. Shut up. And get this, a meat is murder button. Of course. On my leather jacket. Yeah. Yeah, because cows are to wear, not to eat. And I had spiked uh, platinum blonde hair. Right on. Yeah. It was awesome. See? Go back to that. You're just a whole bottle of ibuprofen. (laughs) But I will tell you, I mean, the the latest developments in the world, especially towards our community, this is blooming out. So (laughs) our community um, (laughs) has made me feel like a rebellious teenager again. Just well, like, I, I don't I, think teens own rebellion. I mean, they don't like. They don't. No, <laughs> they're just they're just you know establishing themselves as individuals. Right. But like rebellion goes for everything, you know. Okay, that's good to you know. You could be Han Solo. Han Solo wasn't a teen when he was you know going pew pew in the Millennium Falcon. That's and there were plenty of older rebels. Come on. You know you're making references that I don't understand. Star Wars. I have not seen a movie since 1974. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I mean, I've seen a movie since then, but I have not seen a movie made after 1974. You're hurting me. It, it's it, That none, hurts you? That, that you haven't seen a movie made after 1974? <laughs> well, not, I, I try not to. Aww. Sometimes people force me to. I always regret it when I do. <laughs> <laughs> so. You were just talking about Lawrence Welk, so I can see that. Yeah, wasn't Coal Miner's daughter made after that? You could probably yeah, deal with that. And I've yeah. seen that. I've okay. seen that. Yeah. Oh my God, where I I gotta catch you up. You need to see all the good ones. Maybe. <laughs> well, then you'll know that you can be a rebel, and that you can be angry, and that you can like punk out even you know whatever phase of life you're in. So you think I could still be a punk? I think you could still be a punk. With tinnitus? I mean, why not? <laughs> like, you can, whatever you want to be, you can be. But it's sort of rebellious now becoming like a Lawrence Welk person. Don't try to make it hard. Don't. <laughs> Lawrence Welk is not punk. <laughs> Have you ever seen them do one toke? 
What, what is it? Over the line. Over the line. Yes, one toke. Sweet over the Jesus. Line. I know. <laughs> no. It kind of blows the mind. Just no. Okay. Yeah, no. We'll look for it. But anyway, we digress. And um, what what do we have going Digressing on this all over the place. week? What sort of horrible news have you? Come I mean, up there's with more us? from last week that we didn't cover. There's yes. uh, continuations from last week mm-hmm. that we just touched upon. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it, it's kind of a rolling blackout of logic and sense that just keeps going, and I'm I'm not sure why. And lack of wisdom and maturity and right civility. Well, you were talking about, um, uh, what's her name, DeSantis. Oh. Uh, earlier. Right. Going off on, on her little tirade. Do you want to go into that, any? Do you want to oh, well, start I... off screeching? Come on. <laughs> well, I, it's just, I was talking about how people seem to be so proud of their hatefulness and of their bigotry. I mean, they wear it like a badge. And even in the days when I was growing up in the 70s with Anita Bryant, who was our villain, she at least acted all apple pie and sweet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was sort of like uh, hate the sin, love the sinner, you know? But right now... Apple pie or like banana cream? Well, whichever one she ended up getting hit in the face with, which was fabulous. And we need to bring that back. Um, but what's her name? Carly Car. Now I can't even remember her name. DeSantis's wife. Yeah, we don't need to drawing know. it. Okay, we don't need to know. Don't, don't say her name. Uh, but you know, I mean, she does come on like, oh, she's you know. Oh yeah, of course. This, I, I mean, she has sort of that quality of Sarah Palin. You know what I mean? She is visually <laughs> very attractive, and she's charismatic, and all of this. But then she just talks all this hateful stuff mm-hmm. about LGBTQ people, and the whole it's the whole narrative of being pedophiles, right? Oh yeah. Like you know, straight people aren't pedophiles. Oh, no, 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 no. It's always LGBTQ people. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I just think it's so interesting that if we held the straight community up to what they say about LGBTQ people, how would statistically, how would it go in terms of their pedophiles or uh, sex offenders or rapists? You know what I mean? It's just always on the LGBTQ community. Community. Well, because like, like straight men don't ever do this. None. Right? Straight cis men. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course not. Um, which is absolutely ridiculous. It's it's patently false and demonstrably false. And hey, who are the ones who are trying to get uh, to take away the minimum marriage age? Right. You know? Like, and also the child labor. Yeah. Which that's a whole nother. I'm like, what? Are we really going to go back to the 1890s? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's where it's going. And that would be great to me if we had high button shoes and top hats and frock coats. You can and have that now. Horses. I mean, people will look at you funny, but you can have that now. <laughs> I mean, at least give us, you know, the one the this, the good things that were going on during a period of uh, unenlightenment. But why are we bringing this nonsense back? They can demonstratively be proven untrue because there are certain people certain demographics that are losing uh power and they don't like that 
But they're so. getting it back. And this is what is frightening me is, yeah, at first, like, you are absolutely right, by the way. I totally acknowledge that. What I am getting worried well, about. Well, good. Well, <laughs> I just didn't, I didn't want there to be any mis- miscommunication. What is scaring me now, you know, you know, sometimes I can just, like, laugh it off like, oh, they're so silly and everybody will see through it. Yeah. Is that all sorts of groups, whether they be political or even commercial or whatever, are sort of dropping the LGBTQ community like hot potatoes. Oh, yeah. And, one, and, and Bud Light, like I couldn't believe yeah. what they just did. They wrote an apology. Mm-hmm. Oh, because their market shares fell so, so much. So that way, they're not, they're not pleasing anybody. I mean, that was just the stupidest thing to do. All around, yeah. They should just have stayed stuck by the community and no. say we well, stick by that. because they weren't really by the community in the first place. It's performative. You know, it's the rainbow capitalism thing. Exactly. And so, I, I mean, I'd like to, although I think some, we've talked about Disney before. I mean, yeah. I think that there are lots of queer people on the staff of Disney. And um, I, I do actually think that that's how heartfelt. Um, I hope I'm right and not proven wrong. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think with the, the Target thing, I certainly don't want their employees to be harassed or to be in danger or anything. But if you walk that back, I mean, you're really sending out a message loud and clear that you're not really supporting people. And that's bad enough. But then when you know that our community has the highest number of suicide and suicide attempts are suicidal people, especially among young people. Mm-hmm. I just think that that's terrible to do that that to a community that is so fragile but in if so we're, many ways. If we are, you know, truly the uh, demons and imps that uh, uh, <laughs> we've been called. Among that sounds other so things. much fun, though. I don't mind um, being called that personally, but okay, <laughs> a demon imp, I kind of like yeah. It. Uh, we, <laughs> it doesn't matter if we go. Right. But this is also the narrative of, well, you can't, you know, that this is where the grooming comes in. Well, the kids aren't born queer. They're turned queer. Right. And like whose idea was this? I mean, people who just don't (laughs) understand, you know, I mean, these are. What are they imagining in this narrative? Like there was somebody like you or I that just one we were like hetero cis people and one day like what happened to us that we just like just said we were just something like, terrible oh, I think I'm gonna be queer and I'm gonna turn everybody else no queer something be- terrible happened I mean you remember back in the the 70s when they were talking about that that you know armchair psychology where mm-hmm. oh this you you went this way because you were abused or you were uh your you your father wasn't present so you didn't have a good male role model or whatever you know and it's nonsense it's total it's nonsense not, and that's not to say that queer people don't have those experiences or that straight people don't right. have those experiences but, but that's they do not, not make you queer but where people, is the logic there there is none Ugh. and people don't understand that we are who we are right just like they are who they are exactly and if they made a choice maybe they're not exactly who they thought they were you know if it was a choice to be you know to to be heterosexual or homosexual, then you're actually kind of bisexual. Like that's, that's, you know, heterosexual people don't need to make a choice. By, you know, gay people don't need to make a choice. Well, we I are the way we are. As we know, it's all variable, right? Like some people, I, I do believe such as myself, are born this way. Then there are people that do make the choice and that's okay too. You know what well, I mean? That's, um, again, but you have to be capable of making that choice. Yeah. Right? So, like, I, I know plenty of, of gay men 
and lesbian women who are not interested in the opposite sex at all. Right. And I know plenty of uh, straights who uh, seemingly aren't um, into that at all. And, you know, into the, into the uh, same sex doll. So what it, – it's not a choice. If you have some variability, then that's variability. That's, that's – you fall in between. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember, so years and years ago, I took my boyfriend to a class reunion, right? Uh-huh. And it was very interesting when a woman, one of my old classmates, said to me, oh, wow, okay. I mean, she was very supportive, very nice. Everybody was, really, but um, was just sort of so, you know, we all had a crush on you in high school and blah, blah, blah. And when did you, when did you decide you were gay? Yeah. <laughs> and I said to her, the same year you decide you were heterosexual. Right. Honey. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it just is like, like. Well, it was actually because you were into me, and I just figured, no, no, that's not for me. Can't do it. But Sorry. It, it did make a point. Like, she actually took it very well. She was like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that it was the first time that she really got it because it was always this thing like, oh, yeah, just one day you just start. You change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's, of course, not natural. You know what I mean? Like, Well, and for, you know, it, it's not natural for them. <laughs> it's not natural for them. They, they don't honestly get it because they've been told their whole lives that it is deviant. Right. It's a, it's a difference. It's not just a, it's not just part of normality to be different in that way you know um i was listening to um i'm not i can't remember what role he plays uh he's zambian right and he's talking about you know the u.s policy is trying to uh dictate they're going to give us money if we don't have like um if we don't have human rights uh ordinances in place and if we are uh uh discriminating against LGBT people. He's like, we can do that if we want to. That's that's free speech. And, you know, democracy is r- rule of the majority. And if the majority of us decide that, you know, those people aren't welcome, then who's the U.S. to, to say that? Um, and then a little bit later on, day later, so I'm listening to an interview between Andrew Tate and uh, Tucker Carlson. Yes. I was. Thing, Why do you always bring up Tucker? The, you have a secret crush on him, don't you? That must be it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I disgusting. Have a secret crush on the Swansons TV dinners. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I, I did not mean to interrupt you. It's just you know I can't stand that man. No, no, and there's good reason. And yeah. the the two were playing off each other, and they're speaking in absolutes, and this is that and the other, and nothing that either one of them was saying was anywhere near believable or true. If you know anybody who's queer, and they're still saying it like it is, right? Yeah. And they're influencing so many people. Um, but Andrew Tate went on the whole like, um, oh, both both of the these these people brought up the well. If you put 
a hundred people, hundred heterosexual people on an island, and a hundred homosexual people on an island. When when you come back thirty years later, you're gonna have five thousand people on the heterosexual island, tons of babies and whatever, and then on the homosexual island, the only thing you'll have is death. And and they use the same language because it's the same talking point because it's been that way since I was young. These are tropes. These are just yeah, and and they don't have any foundation in reality, but they get repeated. And what what is something that well, what's that thing that if you repeat it enough, it you know becomes real? Is the the great um the great um uh. Uh, lie? Right. Lie, lie, yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> if you just repeat it enough, it, it you know, it people will perceive a, it as truth. Yeah. And that's what they are, they just keep repeating this. Um, and frankly, I think that people are smarter than that, most, the majority of people. You see, that's what I always think too, right? And I've just been proven wrong and wrong and wrong and no, wrong. No, 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 no. I mean, like, there, there's still a solid majority of people who know that that's not true you know and they know that we will always be here because we're born of uh we always have been we always will be so that's also just like just and we have children too you know i mean they're they're also creating (laughs) problems that just don't exist yeah but but that that those tropes those same talking points just keep being brought up and there's a certain subset of people who are incapable of critical thinking and they accept whatever they hear from you know certain people who they deem credible usually it's people who just speak clearly and forcefully and they love their autocrats they love their bullies and that, that is true. I mean, Trump Why has that? Trump has nothing going for him. He is no. not intelligent. He is not successful in business. I mean, the dude is how many times did he declare bankruptcy? Um, he was a terrible businessman. Yeah. He's also the okay. This is what's sort of interesting about Trump that I find. I mean, he is a bully, right? But he's not particularly masculine or he's a he's bombastic he's just this big blob yeah tiny teeny little hands oh now go picking on his hands well they are a little (laughs) bit distracted he's he's bombastic and people are attracted to that and not you know well romantically but maybe um but no i'm just like they he's a strong figure he says things the way it is and we talk to people who he just sounds like a whiny, stupid. Well, that's because we understand what he's saying. You know, you know? He's, he's not. It's like most people have a matured beyond where he's at. Yeah, which is why most people don't believe that kind of nonsense. Um, but there are those who do, and so when you're talking about, you know, DeSantis, and mm-hmm. all you have to do is speak very clearly and forcefully and there will be a certain number of people who will be like yay you're the best um welcome to blooming out on WFHB. Yeah. <laughs> uh i don't know about speaking clearly but uh 
sometimes forcefully. However, we, we have other news to get to. Um, I, I want to cover the, the Moms for Liberty a little bit more. So we covered them right. a little bit last week, right? And we were talking about uh, how they uh, had their little newsletter that uh, they, they put out in Hamilton County. Mm-hmm. And on it, on the cover, they had a Hitler quote. And they were just, you know, happy with themselves for believing Hitler's words. And basically, if you control the children, you control the future. And, and you know how much for liberty Hitler was, right? Oh. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. It's just so they're, they're using liberty and freedom the wrong way. But yeah. They, they always do. Yeah. Moms for Moms for Hitler, um, you know, had a little gathering uh, recently, and I, I don't want to play this. Um, T- Tiffany Justice, uh, who's one of the founders, leaders of is that a Moms real name or Tiffany did she make that up? Justice, I I don't know if that's her given name or if <laughs> if uh, she chose herself, but it's your right to choose a name if you wish. Well, that's yeah. Justin. I'm not on. arguing that, but um, yeah, no, she, uh, she, she's something else. Um, I'm gonna see if I can get this up loud enough, but not too loud. Uh, so she's speaking to uh, a you know conference of Moms for Liberty, and uh, tell me if you can hear what she says. Wait, I I don't understand what she said. She said one of our moms in a newsletter quoted Hitler. And there was a couple of And there was cheering. And then she says, I stand with that mom. And then the whole conference room explodes in, in applause. I mean, that's just chilling. Right? Um, this is who they are. And they're not even hiding it. And that's what I was talking about before. I'm like, how... Is it attractive to be this nasty and this mean to be for Hitler? It's scaring me that there are people in this country that find that. Attractive. Oh, there always were. I mean, back back when Hitler was taking over Germany, there were there was a Nazi party in America. There still has been. Um, you know, this is an outgrowth of. Yeah, but Wonder Woman took them out. I, you know, I hate to tell you. What. Um, <laughs> That was that was not a newsreel. That was <laughs> that was Linda Carter. Linda Carter is she's an actress. <laughs> Sorry, um, not fair. <laughs> but no, I mean that is um, that's where we have been at, mm-hmm. and it's coming back around. Mm-hmm. And you know they were shut down in the the forties and fifties, mm-hmm. um, or they were driven underground. But they're coming back up, and that's where you right. get your proud boys and your um, your moms for liberty and these other groups that are dedicated to bringing about a more fascistic rule. Yeah, well, it just scares me that it's, it's quote unquote safe to say that or to quote Hitler now, whereas I really feel you know uh, 
20, 30, 40 years ago, there, there was no way. I mean, it would have killed your movement. Unless you were a skinhead movement. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're really on the national stage and a viable politician like DeSantis or whatever, or you're the president of the United States like Trump, who, <clears throat> you know, really uh, said good things about the Proud Boys, yeah. you know, and encouraged them. And that's, they are connected with these groups. Right. Like Moms for Liberty is is kind of a uh, auxiliary club mm-hmm. for the, the more um, uh, combative groups. And, and they're not, you know, this little grassroots thing. They're, they're a, a national group who's pushing for not just um, a different way of framing uh, who we are, but for the actual legislation and um, changes within uh, schools to erase us out. They're not benign. They're not just some uh, little thing to talk about. In no, the they're not benign at all. They're, That's terrifying. They have to be countered. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not doing such a great job of it. I agree. So that's where organizing and getting together and standing up against is is something that's totally possible. Mm-hmm. We just have to, to have the courage to do it. And it, it's hard. It's very scary, right? It, it, well, it's terrifying because, I mean, these are violent people. But... but- are you worried about the immediate violence that is possible? Or are you worried about a generation or two of us who are erased? Right. I'm worried about both. I'm just I'm just trying to acknowledge why people are afraid and then yeah. what can they do about it? Um, because... It is intimidating, and so I, I do think that people would rather not face it. I mean, I know for I don't like to think that people are really like this. It, but so, what do we do to combat uh, somebody like uh, Moms for So Called Liberty? Which again, it sounds like a totally benign name. Yes, of course, what, who would be against anybody? What are any their mom tactics? That's for 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 liberty, but we need to expose them for what they are. We need to talk about them. We need to have shows like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Um, we also need to go to the school board meetings yes. and speak against their talking points and Fabulous. point out the, the problems with it. Yeah. Um, you might say, well, I don't have kids in school or whatever, but that's not a reason not to mm-hmm. be involved. Right. I mean, our entire school board up until the last two um, uh, votes, I think, uh, maybe three, was comprised for a long time of people who didn't have kids. Mm-hmm. Like, the school board was comprised of people who didn't have children. So you don't have to necessarily have children. You have to at one time have been a child, I think. Um, you know, Which is everyone. So you know, yes. and yeah. this school is where kids go to learn, and it's more than just um, reading, writing, and arithmetic. School has always been about teaching culture, teaching how to interact as a society. Right, that's social studies and civics. Those things well, those were taught in are school. Those are the old days. Well, no, I mean we we still have to have those, and we do have those, 
And that's where we get... And we're banning books in the school libraries. Yeah. You know, that well, the social-emotional <laughs> learning, SEL thing, that they um, are pushing back against as well with the Moms for Liberty and, and different groups. It's, it's how to navigate society and not be a completely horrid person. It's how to have respect for others and how to have you know empathy and work with people who mm-hmm. might be different than you. Yeah. Um, how is that terrible? Unless, of course, all you want to do is dominate. Right. So, and having input on that is going to help improve society because kids are learning in school how to live in the greater world. How do you, you know, interact at work, at home, at the store, in civil society altogether. So, yeah, you do have a say, right? Um, so, so go out and say it. And also, again, with the legislators and stuff, contact them. They're, they're out there. They're talking to their legislators and, and more. Um, let people know who you are and how you how you feel and um otherwise if you're silent you're already you know extinct to them Uh and Um, the old motto silence equals death is very true and even if you're not from the queer community these people are quoting hitler they're not going to stop with no the the word was er eradicated yeah you know we're going to be eradicated but they're not going to stop just with us. No, no. They're going to keep on going. Yeah. Um, and there, there is movement in both directions, somewhat. Um, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper, who's a Democrat, uh, voted last Wednesday on three bills that were aimed at uh, LGBTQ uh, plus youth that would ban gender-affirming health care for minors, restrict transgender participation in school sports, and limit classroom instruction about uh, gender identity and uh, sexual identity, right? So they put in the terms sexuality, we talked about this before, and sexuality doesn't, when you ask people what does sexuality mean, they say, well, it's sex. I'm like, no, it's relationships. It's everything. Yeah, of course it's sex too, but it's like, if you have two parents who are the same sex, that's sexuality. And if you can't talk about that in school, then you know, you're effectively silenced and your family's erased. And nobody knows right. that that's you know, normal to have, just like anybody else has a family. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so he vetoed that. Yay. Yay. And no, that's, that's good. North Carolina. Yeah. And those type of things have been happening, which is really good. Uh, What I'm afraid of is, you know, Trump did have the foresight to appoint a lot of judges Mm -hmm. that are going to make his way work and subvert the law, really. I think it's subverting the law. uh, But have they been doing that? Because a lot of his judges have been also ruling against things you know, ruling against him mm-hmm. and also ruling against the things that he's trying to propose or that the the right uh wing the far right wing 
is trying to propose. You know, that's because some of them actually have sense of their own. They are more judicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're taking and these reality concepts are illegal, account. you know, when. Right. <laughs> and it's not just him. It's it's what he inspired. Yeah, it, absolutely. It's what he allowed to grow. Um, and that goes all the way back to Reagan. But what do we go with? I, I mean, we've just never had a Supreme Court like this. And I think they're just at the beginning. <laughs> uh, so <sighs> Justice Thomas. Oh, that man. <laughs> I mean, he should have been gone 30 years ago. He sh- should have never been put on. He n- should never have been put, put on, on court, no. Um, but Justice Thomas <clears throat> is, it, more and more, there are uh, revelations coming out about how he has a lot of entanglements with um, not just billionaires and people who, on the far right would like to influence mm-hmm. uh, policy, uh, including his wife. Who else is he entangled with? But also he's, you know, he holds parties for for people who might be arguing cases before him who are then giving money to his, her Venmoing money to his uh, um, staff, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I'm sure is on the up and up. Do you think any of this will undo any him or any other justice? I don't see that it's done it so far. I know that's a thing. And so what is this Teflon like appeal that the right wing seems to have? Well, in general, there's, um, People just don't like to create a fuss. And so they will let stuff go on way too far until it becomes a serious problem personally for the majority. And then they might have, you know, some sort of uh, swing back in the other direction, mm-hmm. um, which I never could understand. I mean, like when I was in grade school and they're like, oh, it's like a pendulum, you know, and it goes one way mm-hmm. and it goes too far and then it goes the other way and it goes too far. Like, why? Why does it have to keep swinging like that? Can't we figure out just some basics and stick with those? You know, like don't hurt people. Don't demonize folks who don't understand. Don't remain in ignorance don't uh kick puppies you know whatever mm-hmm. like just these basic ideas of society that allow us to live together in um some harmony yeah well i could understand the pendulum back then because i think it was just different ideologies you know what i mean and as i said people weren't so hateful they were open side. oh my god and come on really yeah, I like, d- did you grow up back in the sixties and seventies? Yeah, and you didn't hear any hateful. Well, no, no, because you lived in a lesbian commune in Guatemala, <laughs> Panama. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> 
I apologize. I didn't hear the type of stuff that I hear now, say, from Tucker Carlson. Those type of no. talking heads did not exist. Well, it was and, Walter Cron- Cronkite, and they told the news. Well, you had the fairness doctrine. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, and our media has been deregulated, so you can say whatever you want. You couldn't then. You had to have facts. No, you but had people to... said those things to each other around dining room tables and pools and pool halls and like these when people got together they oh, you mean like archie garbage. bunker and stuff not just archie yeah. i mean it was horrific stuff that mm-hmm. people said i grew up in the region of okay. chicago right like we had family from south chicago to gary yeah and the the racial and ethnic hate mm-hmm. was vomitous i'm so sorry yeah i was uh very protected from that it was everywhere and, you know, oh, we have that uncle and he's just like that mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or aunt so-and-so doesn't like these people. And it, it's it been there forever. We still haven't routed it out, but it's more in the open, which is why I think since it has been there, that's why it's okay for why people think it's okay to, um, to hear it, to hear the Tuckers and, and the... Um, well, I'm, all of right-wing news is is just filled with fear-mongering and, and hatred. Um, you know, getting beyond the partisan side of things, they're, they're, they know how to manipulate people's emotions. And if you can manipulate people's emotions, you can get away with anything. Yeah, and you come out as a hero, and so people like you. And yeah, yeah, and that's where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had the the terrible month at the end of the Supreme Court's mm-hmm. session here, and we have um, we had some decent stuff in the state of Indiana. That was great, but. The right to refuse service based on uh, sexuality or gender identity has already popped up. Uh, Michigan salon owner has refused service to trans people. Oh, in Traverse City, where I graduated from high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's going to just happen more and more. It's going to snowball. But, uh, yeah, if a human identifies as anything other than a man or a woman, please seek services as a local pet groomer. She said, you are not welcome at the salon, period. Please seek services at a local pet groomer. Yeah. So, and, and what is that saying? What is that saying to everybody, right? Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, Transgender people are not human is well, what it's saying. Literally dehumanizing. Yeah. Although I like pets. And they think it's great. They think it's cute. They think it's you funny. Know? And ha ha, the whole owning the libs thing, uh, the whole mean girl slash bully slash whatever. These are people with base, not based, because that's a different term now, but with just really low um, I'm trying not to be too insulting myself. 
And it's hard. Yeah. Because in retaliation, I well, just want to go full. There's nothing nice about that. You, you can be as mean as you want back, I, I think. Well, but it doesn't, it doesn't help the discourse. She pulled your hair first. Well, that doesn't mean I get to, you know, hit her with the school bus. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, well, first I'm of all, Serbian. It's proportional, okay? <laughs> I do... <laughs> Sometimes I just I just don't get things. This woman is a hairstylist. Yeah. And she's transphobic. Yeah. That's like the wrong business to be in. I mean, she could make bank if she's good. She's probably not good. That's the problem. I'll bet she's a horrible hairstylist. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds really terrible. I, whether or not she has talent or not, but she she was saying that the plus after LGBTIQ, right? Uh, stood for pedophiles and, uh, yeah. Wait, I thought that... That's the same person. <sighs> okay. I thought that she allowed gay people, but just not trans people, which well, the, I also the T, found very the bizarre. The T and Q is like, what, what she's Like, what sort of gay against. person is going to go in there? Right. You know what I mean? Well... But what sort of person no, in no, general? No, no. Because there are a few people... I know. Coming back to that whole trans exclusion. Oh, there thing. there has been transphobia in our community, without a doubt. Yeah. But would they? I mean, I don't know. I I don't I don't know what this woman is thinking. Like, does she only want to give six haircuts a year? Oh, maybe she just has a whole <laughs> lot of people who are you know uh, supporters of the militias that exist up there, and uh, they all need haircuts too. That's true. So and they don't get haircuts. Real, well, I mean, you know, that's why I'm saying she's in the wrong business. Skinheads need to have their hair removed somehow, right? Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. Um, the militia in Michigan and the skinheads. I think that they're kind of more like. I don't. Um, know. I don't know them personally. Do you, you know, know. Well, I, I remember them. I'm I'm half Michigander. I'm a Hoosier who. Michigan moved to, to Michigan. Panama to. Oh, you. How long do you have? You get around. I get around. <laughs> I know Michigan well. That's where I graduated from high school. I love it. But there is this culture, as you say, but it's kind of more like wolf men out in the you know wilds. They don't get their yeah. hair cut. Um, so she's in the wrong business. Mm -hmm. I, I mean... <laughs> If she was selling something that just queer people would never be a part of, but I, I would think that disproportionately they are a part of the beauty business and the hair business. I mean, it seems like it goes together. Right. Um, and I don't, you know, do you remember, I mean, it was many years ago, maybe even in the 90s, I can't really remember, but a lot of, uh, get this, shock, figure skaters, male <gasps> figure skaters yeah. were coming out. What? And I know. And the whole skating, yeah. figure skating community was like. Yeah, no. I Did you know where most have you been? drag queens are gay men? What? I swear to God. Oh, my God. That's a scandal, right? I mean. So, anyway, it just, it, yeah, it's just like, I'm like, what is this woman doing? Um Okay, so yeah, that happened. What did didn't something happen afterwards though? I mean, did people protest her or they they just letting her say these things? Oh, I mean, letting her say these things? Well, okay, it is a free country. She can say these things. She is very much allowed to say those. But <laughs> but I, 
people are just tolerating and they're like, it, oh, I think I'm just going to no, I mean, come in here you know, for, you know, a quick little shag. No, no, no. <laughs> for quick little what? <laughs> what did you say? Well, we called them shags in the 70s. It was a very cute hairstyle. You know, like um No, no, Jane I know, Fonda but you do know what, like... No, I have no idea what you're talking about. For a shag. No, I have no idea. I do, of course. I know. Can you say that on the radio, though? This is a family show. You can because, yes. Because you just did. (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, Michigan state law prohibits discrimination. But, you know, maybe she wants to make a, um, a, a court case out of it based on the Supreme Court. And, you know, that would invalidate... Uh, Michigan's law, and and perhaps the Supreme Court ruling does invalidate all state laws and all local and municipal laws on uh, non-discrimination well, policies. It's a federal law, right? It, yeah, it's a, a federal ruling. So There's so much I don't understand. Yeah. And I keep trying to get clarity, and I've tried to do my research. I have heard that, yes, this does mean that, say, if Donald Trump came to my hair salon, I could refuse to service him. I, mean, I could refuse him service. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've heard that that's not true, like that I can't do that. You can refuse, as a private business, you can refuse service to anybody. Service to anyone. But couldn't, so why is this They have law to prove necessary? that you just denied him service because of a protected uh something that was protected like before this law was he really allowed to say no you have to cut my hair because can i say i'm booked up you could say you're booked up you could come up with an excuse i mean when i was fired for for being trans they were they consulted their lawyers and they said Mm. we're firing you because we found out you're trans and you're but that's perfectly legal in, it was Indiana. perfectly legal at i'm not the saying time. it's right it's fair it's horrible it's hideous and and it was six Shame years before them. we could get that mm-hmm. changed in in indianapolis in marion county and we did so um yay at the time but it's not changed statewide is it because i know bloomington no. has those protections no it's in not indianapolis, changed statewide. but i mean you, you can still fire somebody for that right and you can just not tell them why you know they could have even if the ordinance was in place at the time, um, they could have just said, we're firing you for um, your, you must wait. No, that's that's not even. We're firing you because we can. Well, that, we don't want you anymore. Go bye-bye. There doesn't have to be a reason. It's an at-will state. In Indiana. Yeah. yeah. However... I didn't know, you know, for flight attendants, it used to be you had to weigh oh, a yeah. certain amount and yeah. stuff like that, and that's illegal. So I don't know. There's just so many confusing aspects, and I, well, I'm not a lawyer. The the protected class thing, um, they're they've always been trying to get rid of those, right? Um, we, you know, we have sex and race, and and religion. Those are big ones. And, oh, well, what, they keep adding more, you know, because people keep getting discriminated against for particular aspects of who they are, which is nobody else's concern and doesn't affect their work and doesn't hurt anybody. And it's just part of their makeup. Um, you're discriminating against them, and that's not 
right. Um, that's what we're trying to say. We're trying to be a more egalitarian society, right? Or mm-hmm. we're trying to be a more egalitarian society. So with that whole, uh, what, what are our ideals? Where are we going? What are the things that we hold to be truths, right? Um, self-evident or otherwise, not to get into the whole uh, declaration thing. But we, we have to decide what kind of nation we want to be, who we are, and where we need to go, and then shoot for getting there. We're kind of lost now. We don't have a shared view of a country or of a world or of any ideals. And we're, we have to get back to something of a shared um, uh, dream, right? Yeah, I'm, I don't know that we've ever had it, but I think that we've come closer. There are things that are considered decent or indecent or whatever, and I think that we've sort of lost that. There, there's a sense of uh, humanity that's been lost. You know, I, yeah. I think that uh, being a bully is glorified thanks to people like Trump. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, it was considered a, a heroic move. It's not heroic. It's cowardly and immature and absolutely stupid right so it one of the things that the group that we're starting the protect our people group is we're we're going to try to um advocate for not just people but points of view you know um and bring it back to something about uh, a, a way of looking at what kind of society we want mm-hmm. and presenting that. Um, and, you know, it's not just one or two people. It's like we, we have to come together somehow at some point or, or yeah, just break apart. Hey, you want a neo-confederacy? Have at it, but leave me out. Um, and let me scoot across the line so right. that I'm not stuck here. <laughs> uh, I wanted to uh, shout out because I'd missed it. Um, blew me out. Uh, is, uh, has got a supporter. A fabulous. A fabulous supporter. Uh, and support for Blooming Out is brought to you by Blooming Foods Co-op Market. Yay. Yeah. I um, love them. I, that was a that was a huge surprise. Thank yeah. you. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, Bloomington's community-owned cooperative grocery supports le- uh, local farms and businesses since 1976. So, it's just a year younger than me. Uh, it's owned by eight, over 8,000 residents across Monroe County and beyond. Blooming Foods offers local, healthy, sustainable, and environmentally sound products. Blooming Blooming Foods East is located. Uh, 3220 East 3rd Street. It's by College Mall and Blooming Foods near West is located at 316 West 6th Street near the square. More information is at bloomingfoods.coop. I didn't know that was a a web address, .coop. 
You I did. didn't either, but yeah. now you do. Um, but that's cool. That's so wonderful. Thank, thank you, you Blooming Foods. Foods. We're, uh, we're, we're going to be uh, giving them a shout out uh, after every show because we really do appreciate that. You know, this is a community supported radio station and show. And, and so, thank you. Thank you. It's great to feel supported and listened to. And we were just um, talking about yeah. support. <laughs> are, you, are you ready to go? Is this the end Are of the line? Ever, is this the end of the show? It's the end of the show. Blooming Out is a production of WFHB Community Radio and produced by Melanie Davis Yay. and Cade Young. Yay. Our engineer is Alyssa Gray Yay. and Cade Young. Yay. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Justin Roberts. I'm Melanie Davis. Remember, we're here, we're queer, we refuse to live in fear. Be well, stay safe, speak truth, manifest equity, demand justice, make good trouble, and love one another. Take the power back. Good night from your Blooming Out family. Good night.